Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of your favorite ham-related podcast. This is Ham Boy and Ham Girl, here to talk about more competitive Hearthstone-related things. How's it going? It's going well. Last night was an interesting night for us, I think. Yeah, it was. You want to you wanna tell the lovely listeners of the Hamcast what we did? Well, we entered a Challenger Cup, both of us. And date night. Yeah, it was a good date night. <laughs> And um, we both made, we won every single round, and the one round we lost, we both lost the same round. So we were really nervous that we were going to have to play each other. So then in the very last round of Swiss, we played each other. Yeah, seven rounds of Swiss, played each other in round seven. And then I lost. Yeah. Because we were playing the same lineup and it was like coin flip. You drew double divine favor against Agro Paladin. Yeah. You don't want to do that. That was a fun time. And then we got paired. And then we both made it into the finals and then got paired in the finals. Not the finals. Top eight. Well, top eight. Got paired against each other in top eight, which was fun. And then I made it through top eight and lost in top four. So we both played through a lot of rounds of Hearthstone. And neither one of us qualified for anything. Disappointing. Very disappointing, actually. Probably the most disappointing night of her I've ever participated in. Yeah. Does not feel good to get matched up against one of your friends, especially twice in a row. Yeah, but we kind of knew that when we looked at the standings. Yeah, we kind of saw it coming. Because I was ranked second, and you were ranked third or something yeah, like that. Yeah, going into the round we going played into each the other. Round, yeah. And then... That moved me down to 7th, or 6th, or something like that, and then Mine, somebody else got moved up. And yeah. It was unfortunate. It was unlucky, though. We had a pretty good idea before the round was over that we were going to play each other. Yeah. So. But that's what we did last night, so that leads us in to our first topic, which is the whole Challenger Cup systems. Now, when we did the last hand cast, which was probably about... About a week and a half ago now-ish. Yeah. About a week and a half ago. They had not released any Challenger Cup information. And then about the second we stopped recording, I saw a tweet from HS Esports saying, here's all the Challenger Cup information. Yep, sounds about right. (laughs) So that was unfortunate. But what we've learned is they're a nice little best of three, either double elimination or Swiss, which is like the weirdest combination of good format and bad format to me that you can have. And then they're on a couple different websites. Um, most of them not good. Yeah, that's pretty true. I don't like a lot of the websites that they run on. Um, so as a North American player, there's three different websites they can be play- that they get played on. So we can run through real quick. Um, there's ESGA. There's Strivewire. Yep. And mm. there's Battlefy. Battlefy. So ESGA is a platform that. Um, hadn't really been used much before this year, and now it's kind of getting more popular, I guess. They cut a deal with Blizzard or something for HGT Cups, but I've been pleasantly surprised with the yeah. format, I think. The best website out of three. I would, yeah, I would say so as well. It's been... It was fun to plan last night. They have by far the most responsive admins. They have admin chat built into the site. You don't have to chase down admins on Discord. Yeah, I know that you've had a problem with Strivewire in particular before. Where their admins just go to bed in the middle of a tournament. Yep. "Eh, Hopefully the rest runs smoothly. I know. I remember you were playing 
and one of like the cups for money or something like that. I forget what it called. It was yeah. like a mega cash or whatever. And we waited half an hour for an admin. Oh, it was way longer than that. Yeah, it, was it was over great. an hour. It was great. And you never got an admin. Didn't get a response for 15 hours. Good stuff. So Stripewire is not my favorite tournament platform at the moment. No. And then Battlefy. Uh, Battlefy's website isn't horrible. It's kind of laggy. Um, yeah, I played but, in the Copa America. Yeah, how was that experience? It was not fun at all. Um, I played one game, lost, got moved down to the loser's bracket, didn't play another game for four and a half hours, mm. and the website would lag, freeze, make you like restart like your whole browser, come back to it, and then sometimes, like, the clock would be running for your next game. Oh, good. So if your website just froze out and you didn't notice it right away, you just lost. Yep. That's what it sounds like. That's probably fun. Do you think that's how you got some death wins out of that tournament? Yeah. Sounds like a good time. So Battlefy, the other problem with Battlefy is they let the tournament organizers run their own uh, admining of the tournaments, which means occasionally you get admins who don't really understand how the website works and you get scenarios like we had uh, what was it last week when I played in one I don't know if you played in it or not in the challenger cup yeah we both we yes. did both play in it well we only you were going to play in it actually because yes. you checked in I forgot to check in and then um about what would you say 30 minutes into the tournament after we'd finished round one uh they restarted the entire tournament Yep. Because they put too many players in. And then, even though I didn't check in the first time, when they restarted the bracket, I was somehow in the field of players. Which was interesting, because some people who had actually checked in before played <laughs> and won, a game. got kicked out of the tournament. That's a little unfortunate. Yeah. To say the least. So that's why I don't like Battlefy at the moment. Maybe not a problem with Battlefy, but maybe a problem with ill-trained admins who don't understand. I think admins are probably my most, like, struggle, I guess, with this new Challenger Cup. Yeah. I, they're just not very good sometimes. I it's, mean, there's, uh, one thing I have a problem with Shiveware is, um, they have rules, but they do not follow the rules that they have written. Um, like, for example, if somebody queues up a class like you banned yeah. or a class that they didn't bring in the rules it says it's a deaf one but the admins it um like oh just kind of do what they want yeah they just do what they want they don't give the deaf one 99 percent of the time they just say you need to restart the game which is a little unfortunate i don't care what the rule is on that one as long as it's written down i agree it's one of those things where it just needs to be written down. Yep. They don't... I just don't like their inconsistency with the rules and It makes like it that. difficult to play, and it's really frustrating, especially like last night. Luckily, nothing bad happened, but we, some of these things go on for a while. Last night, we played for from 7.30 until 2.30, which is a long time. That's seven hours of Hearthstone, I think. Yeah. It's a lot. Of time, and then to have to deal with frustrating admins or admins who aren't there, 
near the end of that process. It's not a good time. Luckily, ESGA has like probably the most competent and most active admins I've seen. Maybe they actually pay their admins. It's probably a big part of it. Probably. Other orgs have a tendency not to do that. Just saying. Well, sure, we have yet to play in a Stridewire Cup. Stridewire Challenger Cup. Yeah, I think the first one. The first. Look at my handy dandy calendar is Wednesday. Yes, the first Stridewire Cup is Wednesday. That will be interesting to see how it actually goes. But if their cash cups are any indicator, it's not promising. So, fingers crossed, though, that they do a good job. But ESGA didn't even have that many people last night. 84 we, players. 84. And then one of the players, I was a little bit mad about this. I don't know if you were mad, too. One of the top five players had already qualified for a Challenger Cup. And after knocking, I think... He was 3-1 and one when he dropped. Yeah, and he ended up knocking, like, two people out of the tournament or something like that. I went back and looked. Yeah. He was like, oh, I have to quit. I already qualified. Which is, uh, I'd be a little upset if I had been knocked out by him. Yeah. Neither of us ran into him, thankfully, but it'd be a little irritating. So any other notes on Challenger Cups? Yeah, I don't think so. Best of three is weird. They're all best of three. Yeah, sometimes you just get high rolled. I know that we, I think we've played in only like three or four. Yeah. But, I mean, we both work and go to school at night and... Yeah, we have th other things to do, which is unfortunate, but... Best of three. I mean, the nice thing about best of three is if you lose round one, you can just leave, I guess, and it's a little faster. But I'd rather have best of five single elimination than best of three double elimination. Like, they both take the same amount of time. Double elimination, best of three usually takes longer. Yeah. I don't know. Just sometimes you just get so high rolled in best of threes that it's just insane. Yeah. Even if you would have lost a series in best of five, it really just feels like... Like, you lose one game in best of three and you feel horrible. Yep. How many times did we lose the first game in a series last night, though, between the two of us? Every time except for so one. So we played seven rounds of Swiss. Well, I mean, it's going to be different because we played each other in the last round, yeah. but up to games... Up to round six, six. I think we lost the first game, game every five, time. Five times for me. I lost I lost it every time. So, except for round seven, seven when I drew patches. So you can win after losing the first game, but it just feels bad every time. I know. I know we were... Talking, and we're both like, "Oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna win this round." <laughs> oh, shit! Accidentally won two games in a row again and again and again and again. I got broed a lot last night. You did get broed a lot. Misgendering assholes. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next topic. What else do we want to talk about? Um, we can talk about the current meta that's going on. We can talk about all the lineups we played last yeah. night. I guess to get far on the challenger in the best of three challenger cup scene, I had. I just decided I didn't want to think at all, so I brought Tempo Rogue, Aggro Paladin, and Aggro Druid. And I mean, it worked pretty well. Going face is always like a semi-decent plan. Yeah, that's what I used for my WESG, it was just the face plan, and I made that same plan for Challenger Cups with Aggro Druid. Um, what else? Played, Aggro Pally. We, we were then, one deck different. And then I played Spiteful Summoner Priest because you do have a ban. And I was pretty sure that... It was going to eat the band. It was going to eat the band every round. And it did every round but one. Yeah. And then I 2-0 that person. <laughs> that was the one round. Yeah, I mean, the Priest or Warlock pretty much eats a band every time. 
Um, but I don't think either of us have the cards or have the desire to spend sixty more dollars to get the cards for a Q block deck that's gonna get manned every round. Honestly, I've looked at Q block as much as people think it's good, the win rate overall on average is only fifty two percent. The stats don't lie, Kayla. They actually lie a lot, but I mean, I've seen people play it on ladder. I beat it most of the time as long as you play acro. Just hit him in the face and hope they don't go turn five weapon in to turn six void lord or turn five lackey into turn six void lord because you're gonna lose if they do that. Yeah. Unless you play double silence, which I don't think we're doing. What else did we learn last night about the meta from Challenger Cups? Occasionally, people play Briggs, big spell mage. Yeah. Didn't do that well against us, I don't think. No, people bring hunter. That happens too. Easy, so yeah. we, I think we each saw Hunter. I don't know if Hunter. I saw Hunter good. four rounds, which was interesting to me, because I mean I had only lost one game, so obviously they were doing something right. Yeah. But I just don't think Hunter's good still. It's Probably not tier not. one. I wonder if it's good against key block or something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe that's why people are bringing it. Other interesting notes on the meta. I was looking at like what other people had won um, tournaments and stuff with, and somebody. Um, qualified for Copa America with Quest Mage, Quest, Quest Rogue. Rogue. What um, were the other two decks? It was weird. Rizakis Priest? Uh, oh, one of them was Rizakis Priest. It was Quest Mage, Quest Rogue, Rizakis Priest, and something else. A different player had brought Inzoth Control Paladin to Copa American one. So people are bringing some wacky, wacky decks. I just think maybe Tempo Rogue's and maybe Quest Rogue's good. I mean, it definitely beats Priest. It definitely... Does it beat Q-Block? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know about that one. But it definitely beats Priest. Who knows? It definitely doesn't beat Aggro Paladin. It definitely doesn't beat Aggro Rogue. It definitely doesn't beat Aggro Druid. No. So, unless oh, think... you're playing like double Glock or Crawler Quest Rogue. I think I found then. it. Did you find what... Oh, the fourth deck was probably Q-Block or something, wasn't it? Yes, it was Q-Block. Yeah. But Quest Road and Quest Mage, interesting brings. Interesting strategy. I don't think it works in best of th three to target like that, maybe. Also, because in Challenger Cups, the players are generally... This was in Copa America, right? Right. In Challenger Cups, the players are generally a little less good because of the entry restrictions placed on them. Yep. So um, that kind of changes things a little bit. Also, though, it's... Pretty, it's a, I like the Challenger Cups. I like playing them. I don't like losing them. I don't like playing against you in Challenger Cups. I don't either. That was the first time, it's very rare that we're both actually home at the same time to be able to play in one. Yeah. That was the first time we both, like, had the whole day off to sit here and play in one. And then, of course, we both, both bust the 3 o'clock one, like, right away. Yeah, round one. And then we both, uh win the exact same rounds and lose the exact same rounds in the Swiss at 7.30. Yeah. So. So unfortunate. I'm still is, a little salty. I am a, a little day salty. Later. <laughs> probably, they probably hear it in our voices. Yeah. Just constant salt. Well, moving on. Moving then. on past the Challenger Cup salt. I tried to do it with the meta, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> um, let's talk about Majors. Majors. Oh, yeah, they did announce the Majors. We kind of touched on it a bit with the Copa America stuff. Yeah, Copa America is a Major. 
Copa America is a major, which is cool. It's in Brazil or something. But the cool thing about majors is that some of them you do have to travel to. But our niche, our biggest complaint when they announce the majors is that um, you can yeah. also, you wouldn't be able to ever like qualify online. And it looks like it'll probably be about half would be yeah. my guess. Our um, majors where they have an online qualifying stage where there's one for everyone in the world, and then there's one for, or there's two for people in that region. Like in the greater region, so like the Copa Americas in Brazil. So there's one for everyone in the world. There's one for Americas, mm -hmm. so North and South America, and no. then there's one, one for, for just Brazil, Brazil, or I think it's like Brazil, Argentina, and like a couple other like Latin American countries. But like generally, like closer countries, and then the one in Australia, there's one global, two for Asia, and then one for Australia and New Zealand players. So. It's kind of cool that they're providing opportunities for players to qualify for majors without going to them, which props to them because, wow, do we whine about that a lot. Yeah, we did. I'm still going to stick by a lot of my whining, but we did whine about it a lot. But I'm excited for this upcoming now that I cannot leave my house and qualify for a major. Yeah, I mean, the biggest problem is someone who takes competitive first stone seriously is that I'm usually not presentable to go outside. Oh, man. So, and being able to stay inside and qualify is really nice. I think the second Copa America U.S. qualifier is next weekend. Yeah. Um, I have to work again, so I'm not going to get to play in it. But it's cool that it exists. Yeah. I think you have to work too, don't you? Yep, I yeah, do. Yeah, so neither one of us are going to get to play in it. But it's cool that it's there. Um, there's definitely some things to be ironed out. The first global qualifier, which neither of us played, and I was like, I could play in it or take a nap. And I took a nap, which ended up being a good thing, because I think it had over a thousand players, and it ended up running, like, a total of, like, 36 hours. Like, I saw tweets, like, two days later, at, like, four in the morning, like, just qualified for Copa America, which is, like, is that really what you've been doing for the last three days? It feels really bad. <laughs> so, there are some things to be ironed out, but the overall, um, concept of being able to play them and qualify for them is good i think yeah what about majors that we've been traveling to you do you know of any that have been announced i can remember one i think we talked about um, i can't remember eglx in toronto oh, i think was announced yeah. as a major that you just kind of show up to um which is nice for east coast usa it's a little far for us but we might be able to go i think we'll go i'm gonna try to go it depends on how cheap i haven't looked at like hotel options in toronto yet no but, but I've driven to Toronto before, and it's the most boring drive in the world, but it's not that... It's only, like, three and a half hours away. Yeah. That's true. But you just... You're driving to Toronto from Michigan, you just drive, and it's just windmill, windmill, windmill <laughs> the whole way. Nothing else. So, that sucks. But as far as close majors to us, that's probably about as good as it's going to get. Yeah. And there's, what, $10,000 prize pool or $15,000 prize pool? Yeah. For Hearthstone, which is good. And... Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. That's like the only major we know of, really. There's one in Germany that I think qualifiers are started for, but neither of us play on EU, so that doesn't really do us any good. But it's exciting to see that there's going to be a lot and that maybe we'll actually get to go to one or two or have the chance to qualify for one or two. All right. I'm excited. All right. What else do we want to talk about today? we got World about 10 champions. minutes left. World Championships. That starts in three days now. I've been looking over the deck list a tiny bit, not a ton, because yesterday I was focused on how to win best of threes more than anything, but um, it's exciting that it's finally going to happen, because usually it happens during BlizzCon, which was like two months ago now. I can't even remember the last time we watched uh, 
a championship Music tournament. Team. It's yeah. been a long time. It's been a while. Since when it's happened. So it's kind of weird that they've waited this long, but I'm excited to see it happen. Who did you pick to win the whole thing? I picked Tom. Tom60229. What do you know about Tom60229, Kayla? I remember when I first started getting into her stone, I picked... Who did I pick? I picked, like, Orange to do really well or something. I picked somebody that's also in this tournament. Forget who it was. They didn't... Uh, Tom60229, shit on their face. <laughs> so, I and then I kept watching him and watching him, and he kept shitting on everyone's face. And I was like, well, Tom, got my back <laughs> this time. Tom has been around forever. He's been playing competitive first zone since day one um, out of Taiwan. He is very, 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 very good. Yes. So probably a good pick. I did not make a pick your champion yet. What? Because I don't know if I want. But I'll probably pick Anne. Yeah, Anne's cool. Because Anne's a nice person. We looked out. There's a website that actually offers, like, odds on people to win the championship. And, like, the most favorite person was Orange at, like, 5 to 1. So, <laughs> so like, funny. apparently Orange wins the world championship 20% of the time. According to those odds or something like that. And then the worst was Ant at 33 to 1. And Probably because he hasn't shown up to it. Has he guys showed up to a world championship before? No, neither has Orange. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. They've shown up to like a seasonal championship, but they've both been there. Interesting. What I'm hearing is that nobody has any faith in Ant. <laughs> but I do, buddy. You're going to do it. He's going to do it. And I want to go place a 50 cent bet on Ant <laughs> so I'm rich when he wins. But other than that, I don't really have much to say about Worlds. I'm excited to actually see it happen. I don't know how much of it I'll get to watch since it's over the weekend and I'm normally spending my weekends at work. But it'll be exciting for it to finally be over so that Blizzard finally like focuses on this season. Yes, the season's very short as well. Yeah, this is the only three-month season for the rest of Eternity. I yeah. think is like Blizzard's plan. After the season, they want to go to four-month format, which is a little better. Um, it's hard to get to majors in three months, and there really haven't been any majors. There probably aren't any majors actually scheduled for January. It doesn't. Look I like. don't think there is any. So that's kind of like it. Kind of makes it just a weird season, and I think it'll be better for people who aren't going to Worlds once Worlds is over to actually like focus on Hearthstone and play Hearthstone. And not yeah. worry about last season. It's old news, Kayla. It's old news. Oh, man. But well, I'm excited for this upcoming season. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah, a lot of, not a lot of the things we complained about, but some of the things we complained about like two podcasts ago have been addressed, at least kind of, like the travel and stuff. So it's fun. I'm excited to play in another Challenger Cup tonight. Yeah, and I have WSG coming up in two weeks. Oh, no new information about that. None at all. <laughs> What's the format for WSG, Kayla? Why don't you tell me what, what format you're going to be playing? Unknown. Hmm. Why don't you tell me what day the women's tournament's going to be on? Unknown. Huh. Um, why don't you tell me what time of day they expect you to play? Unknown. So you have no information is what you're telling me. Yes. That sounds pretty bad. Yes. I will probably send a swift email since I have two weeks to prepare for this tournament. Because technically it's anywhere from February 1st to the 5th or 4th or something like that. Mm. So like I could play February 1st at 8 in the morning. Yeah. And I have to tell like my professors and stuff like not going to be in class trying to 
win, trying to win a bunch of money. Trying to win the the big bucks, feeding my family of cats. <laughs> Another uh, interesting thing to know, I don't know if you saw, but when they did the women's Asia tournament, which just ended a couple days ago, they played best of sevens. Yeah, I hope for not. For some reason, I don't want to play best of seven. I don't either. I don't know if I have enough cards to make good a seven, eight. What it would be nine good decks, right? You and then invest you seven. You need five decks. Oh, five. You don't need nine. You only need five. five yeah, and I'm not good at that math. It's not fun math to do, but you can do it. Yeah, I, know. I believe even if it's best of seven, you can it's do okay. it. Even if we have to buy Q block cards. Oh man, but now I'm excited for this. Kind of. You sound really excited. <laughs> I'm nervous more than excited. Like than I am excited at this point, just because I don't have any information. So like I can't practice with my friends and stuff. Like best of threes or best of fives or whatever, because it could be best of sevens. Yeah. Best of nines. It's best. a best of nine. They're getting a strongly worded letter from me. <laughs> but, best of seventeen. Everyone has to bring two decks from each class. No common cards between the two decks. But I'm excited, nervous. Kind yeah, the next podcast we'll probably talk about prep and stuff for that yeah. tournament. So think about that. Think about how soon it is. We're going to do it. Super You're gonna get exciting. First, oh, yeah, for round. sure. I think it's double elimination. It? I don't know. Anything? I don't know. I hope. Could be Swiss. <laughs> hey, I'm fine with Swiss. It's probably not Swiss. It's probably single limb. I don't know. Because fuck competitive integrity. Uh, who knows? I know that WSG doesn't value competitive integrity, or you'd be in California in two weeks. All right. I think that was late enough into the podcast, and no one will hear that <laughs> shot of fire. But I think that's about it for me. Have anything else you want to add? Yeah. No. All right. Then we will see you guys in about a week or a week and a half's time to tell you how we both qualified for Challenger Cups. And until then, thanks for listening. We appreciate it very much, and we'll see you next time.